Hello, and welcome to the second Films and That podcast. Um, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Rob. And we're back again to discuss some more films this week, uh, and the Golden Globes as well. So we should start off with Shame, which uh, I saw this week, which allegedly is Oscar-tipped. Michael Fassbender, <laughs> the main character, is Oscar-tipped. And I can't see why, because the film is a crock of shite. I, I really don't understand... I went in hoping it would be really good because yeah, well, I mean, we talked last week, didn't we? That we were both we were both big fans of Passbender and thought that it looked quite. It might be might be good, might be a might be a gem. Yeah, well, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping. I was thinking, right? Usually, Oscar films are a bit pretentious, this, that, and the other. And I went in thinking, right, it's Fassbender, Really like the guy. Should be quite good. And it just wasn't. Like it was really weird. That like this. This is pretty much what the screenplay was. Fassenbender walks around with his knob out. Fassenbender goes to work. Fassbender has sex with some woman here or there. <laughs> he then walks around to some really pretentious music. Rinse and nope. repeat a couple of times. No, 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 he's just walking like the street to something. Alright. Uh, How often do you see his knob? At the start, you see it quite a bit. You actually see him go for a piss. <laughs> really? What? Which I was like... What, you can see him having a piss? Yeah, and it's not just... Where's where's the camera? Behind him, but... Right. What, but enough to see not? Yeah, like, you can just see it dangling between his legs. What, having a piss? Yeah. That's that's really weird. I mean, that's, you know, hats off to him for the acting on that, you know. <laughs> he's actually done it. <laughs> him or the knob, but, but... I'm not sure. Either way, I mean, the fact that he's done that, you know, fair play to him, because... He really wants that Oscar, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, like, for him, I can understand maybe he's why he might get the nomination, because it's such a hard role to play when you are quite famous and worldwide. So, you know, hats off to him for doing it, but it just seemed to be that Steve McQueen thought, all right, all these things have done well before, like tasteful sex scenes, which he didn't do, you know. (laughs) And then he thought, oh, well, you know, people walking down streets to pretentious music, that usually does well. You know, different scenes of, like, varying emotion does well. Um, Like, quiet, you know, ambiance and all that crap does well. (laughs) <laughs> and he just seems to like throwing it all in and just hope for the best. Yeah, but without any structure this time. Yeah, like, well, I mean... So it's sort of held together with just knob, basically. That, that's what it feels like. I feel like if they took the <laughs> sex out of it, it would be about an hour long. You know? Really? really? Yeah. I mean, there's quite a lot of it in there. Is there probably... good sex? No, it's done at weird angles. You know? right. <laughs> so it's not even, from a purely curious point of view, it's not even good as a pawn? Not really, no. So it's it really shit amateur pawn. Remit, did it really? When you're watching it, you think, right, they've tried to do this tastefully. And at the start, you think, yeah. right, this is quite shocking, you know, he's walking around with his tackle out, you know, and the sex <laughs> scenes are quite forward. And you think, all right, okay, right, well, he is meant to be a sex addict, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then they put a lot in. They put a hell of a lot of sex in. You just think, yeah. it's got to the point now where it's uncomfortable watching it when there's people around me also watching it. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like, but if you if you were in like like seventies New York and you went to watch a snuff film in a you know on uh, on Forty Second, you know, and uh, everyone else was like whacking off, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be pretty. Yeah, I don't think I'd be very comfortable in that situation. And I know, like, obviously, I mean, I imagine most of the people in the audience weren't whacking off with her. Um, well, from what I could see, the weren't, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's. You don't have eyes in the back of your head, do you? No, you can't. Uh, uh, there'll be one. There'll be one somewhere of doing it. I mean, yeah. it it was quite full on. 
my brother when when he, I mean, we might have him on at some point. I don't know, but um, I'll tell the story for him. But um, when he went to see the Runaways a couple of years ago, uh, he was like, he, he like he's like me, like he'll always sit, especially if it's a dead cinema, he'll always sit like in the middle. But for some reason, he sat quite high up, and uh, he said that there was a guy like eight or nine rows down to the right who just uh, just knocked one out into a little uh, little cup, little cook, um, cup. Ah, just, just, <laughs> just right, was going on. And he said uh, at some point, you know, like, the, the, like well, you, you probably have to do this, come in and like use like infrared technology to check to see if people are recording and that. Yeah. And he said the guy just stopped and sort of shuffled his coat over, obviously, what was going on. Yeah. And then, uh, as soon as they left, yeah, just, just finished up. Oh, <laughs> well, what's wrong with some people? <laughs> I know, man. Do it in your own home. I mean, you ever, there's no need for it at all. Yeah, great advice. Great advice. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you yeah. know. In your own home. Have you never had a deal with anything like that? Uh, there's been a few things, yeah. Um, there's. I remember one time actually, I was seeing Inglorious Bastards. Actually, I wasn't actually at work, but I was at the cinema yeah. uh, where I work, and I was with a friend, uh, Matt, but not the one who writes for the the site. And uh, we were sat at the back, and there was this chavy looking couple to one side, and uh, Matt just kept nudging me and going, "Is she, is she sucking him off?" She gave me blood, and I was like, "No, no," because like they had these sofa seats at the side. And I was like, "No, she's probably just like leaning down on him." Yeah. And then you heard yeah. a bell unbuckle, and you're like, <laughs> "Right, you know, he might just be." <laughs> this Boy, is. I mean, this... He might have a big meal. Might yeah, exactly. I mean, I was making excuses for the guy. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, he's probably just <laughs> loosening up. You know, he's yeah. two hours sitting here, so he's probably just <laughs> undoing a belt buckle or two, and then. Uh, she had loads of like jewelry on her arm, like bangles and stuff, and you could just hear rattling constantly. Oh, and then you saw her head every now and again. Uh, I mean, oh. and then after so long, her head was always up. So I was just like, "Bastards" is a great film as well. Why, you know, save that for something that you don't want to see, like shame. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, that might create a nice atmosphere. You know what I mean? You uh, might have got off to the you know, Nazis being killed or Nazis in general, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, yeah I mean, it is Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty weird. But, uh, yeah, she, for me, I don't think Shame um, was that good. Yeah. It just seemed to be a bit... I think he was trying to be too pretentious and just failed at it. Yeah, I suppose you do run the risk of that if you try to, uh, if you try to blend it in with plenty of, good, you know, a lot of sex as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on from that then, I mean, uh, from one shit factory to the next, we've got <laughs> Darkest Hour 3D. Uh, I'd like to start by saying this is an example of why I, I hate being so hyperbolous in nature, because this really is the worst film I've ever seen. Um, it really is bad. Like, yeah, it's not just like me, me saying that, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's the worst film I've ever seen. No, 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 this is the worst film I've ever seen. Like, um, I, I, I didn't. I, I, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what to say. It was absolutely, it was it was absolutely atrocious. It really was. Um, like, I mean, I don't like three D films anyway, right? So, but I do like sci fi. So I thought the two things might, you know, going in, it might have balanced it out. Um, but there wasn't a good bit in the film. So there was, there's no need for the three D either. From what no. from what I watched, I mean. 3D on most things you don't really need, but some films uh, try to make it so it kind of looks like it's coming out, or at least they make the effort to yeah, make the, they, they the depth look good. Really, they? Them by the of things. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a shame, would it be perfect in 3D? But, like, I didn't see the need for this at all. I mean, yeah. not that if it was in 2D, I would have liked it better, because it is a heap of, it's a steaming pile of shit. I mean, yeah. I've never seen such a poor written script. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, oh, God. Because it had, like, it had the, like, the teen movie script in it, you know, the, I mean, the dialogue was as bad as as it's been in sort of, like, any, like, like teen slasher film, really, but... um. I didn't think, I didn't think any of the like any of the actors could pull anything off either. Like everything, yeah. I don't know. I don't, it was like watching. It was like watching if uh, if the government knew that a bunch of like sort of weird aliens with, that could manipulate electricity were gonna like end the world. It was like watching the tape that they would put out or that the BBC would broadcast as a sort of this is what not to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, by the end of it, I was like. Like the the bit where he, I mean a spoiler alert, but the bit where he fucking killed one of them with its own arm, where he like threw the arm at it, that was like yeah, that didn't I, even make any sense. Yeah, that bit that bit like I mean, I, I yeah yeah <laughs> let's fucking it, move on. Yeah, yeah, he had a he had a big bottle of vodka with a thing in the end of it. So he had a huge Molotov cocktail to throw at it, yeah. or what looked a bit like a stone. Yeah, like a stone. And then he, he just threw a stone, like the, yeah. the bit of armor that broke off one that had been hurt earlier. Yeah. And it killed it instantly. And I was it like, blew what? It up with the blast radius of a grenade, didn't it, really? Yeah. Like it uh, blew the back out of a bus by throwing an arm at it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, and then the song at the end, I don't know whether it, like the sort of like mock Linkin Park song at the end, like yeah. the end credits and that when they were on the submarine and everything. No, I just, um, I mean, yeah, from start to finish. I'd like the the time and the money back, please, if possible. Yeah, quite. I mean, the end in itself, where it was like, do you know, it was a little bit after the credits, and they were like, "This is the start of war," or whatever, when they're in the sub. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh no, no, yeah. there's not more. Like, there has to be another one. You are, I mean, if, they, if that's what they were thinking they were doing and setting that up for a sequel, then then pardon the pun, but shame on them. Because, <laughs> because I I can't. I mean, there's nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's no way, there's no way on earth that they'll be able to get a sequel out of that. I don't think now, because I mean, it can't make, can't make any money, surely. And I mean, no one's, no one's going to enjoy that film. I mean, I can, I can say that now. If anyone's thinking about going to see it, don't, just don't instead. Like, yeah. walk, have a walk, take a walk, or read a book or something like that, because like, you're going to get a lot more enjoyment out of pretty much any of these mundane tasks than than going to see that film. Right, I'm just down to look now to see. Um... Right, well, it's made money, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, because, like, I, d I don't know where other, what other people charge, but the view in Leeds that I go to, plus it was a 3D film on a Saturday, because I went to see it on a Saturday. Uh, so it was a tenner. It was a, it was a tenner. tenner. That's really yeah. bad, isn't it? Yeah, Fucking it's steep. Hell. And that, that's not with any gubbins, you know, I didn't buy any popcorn or anything like that. So, like, the, the, that's just a tenner for the film itself. So they'll be making a healthy, a healthy yeah. cut off those sorts of prices. Is, I suppose it's one of those films where... Uh, I got away afterwards thinking they've made that film um, with the intention of like obviously I don't think anyone sets out to make a bad film because obviously that, I mean, that defeat the point but uh, would it really have been any less cost effective to just get like the original print of like a good a good old film like Predator or something like that clean it up and put it in cinemas for a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, I mean, because I, I honestly don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, I hate like re, like the fact that everything has to be a reboot or a remake or old sequels and things like that. But I'm not against the idea now of just 
I think we should maybe just stop when things like I see things like this. Let's just stop making films altogether. And let's watch <laughs> everything that's gone before for a while, so that people can get a sort of grip on like what's good and what's bad, and then use that. We might be able to you know weed out the crap and maybe give them five years, and then they can start making films again. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, this I can't I can't agree more on the fact that this film was that bad, but somehow it's made fifty million dollars worldwide. And it only cost thirty million to make, so it'll probably. Well, that was the other thing that surprised me. Uh, it wasn't particularly low budget. I mean, the aliens looked shit, but it was. It looked like it was filmed on location in Moscow. There was loads of shots of like there was a, a couple of shots of the Kremlin, and there was. Uh, like well, that's why they filmed it there to keep it cheaper. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I mean, there was a shot in Red Square where there was just like the Red Square was empty. So I mean. You know, it was quite well. It was well shot in that respect, and like the location was good and everything. And I can't imagine it was that low budget. The aliens looked shit, but they didn't look like Doctor Who shit, did they? They looked like they just looked shit because who designed them, didn't they? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the aliens. I mean, I don't even understand. I mean, it would have just been better if they left them as balls of electricity that just yeah. like went out or something. The fact that there was <laughs> this is another spoiler for anyone who's going to see it, but no, no one is. No yeah, one. no, no one is. Um, to be fair, apparently... if, you, if you are if you are going to see it, you, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 honest, yeah. you know, I mean, after this, after this review, yeah. You know. the, the aliens look so bad, and the fact that there's aliens inside these like electricity balls ruined it straight away. Like it could have just been like a host of cells, or like yeah, I don't know, like chain lightning or something like that inside these balls, yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't even know why we ever had to like find out. They could have done it in a, a much better, different way. But then, yeah. I mean, you could tell right from the start, like at the first scene where they sort of uh, they try to pitch this idea. Which I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically they try to pitch Twitter or Facebook, aren't they? Essentially, like it's this. Oh thing yeah. They've just come. They've just come up with. It's like um, Twitter for clubs or something, isn't it? Yeah, where I mean, it was, but it was it was nothing that I didn't, didn't think like everyone already had. Or, or could have. Or a map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously they get they get like sort of like screwed over. Um, and it it had it's the perfect like it's the perfect setup for one of those like I say one of those teen slasher movies where um, it's got fuck all to do with anything. It's it's because someone wrote a screenplay that was seventy pages instead of ninety, and they're like, well, we, we need to pad out these characters a bit more. But no, no one cares. No one gives a shit about any of them really. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was fucking. Uh, the good thing I would say is, um, at least they sort of like get knocked off in a weird order. You know what I mean? You don't. I, I wasn't. I didn't see the deaths coming when they did. Yeah, uh, I'll give it credit for that. Alert. But uh, to be honest, I was fucking. Yeah, I was. I was hoping they were all gonna go. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. Th- did you notice? Uh, do you remember Transformers One? Yeah. Do you remember one of the senior analysts was that Australian chick? Oh right, is it her? That's her. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. So like, oh, yeah, I'm glad she got a movie, too. you know, yeah, yeah. to yeah, be well, in. Cause... Congratulations on being fit, you know what I mean? Yeah, there but I mean... Have yourself a nice little film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was... I, I I never understood this on Transformers 1. Like, you had um, Shia LaBeouf going out with Megan Fox, and then yeah. she was there, and it's just like, why is she not with Shia LaBeouf? Because yeah. she's like a hundred yeah. times but, better. But didn't she get that really, uh, that really fat black guy? No, I think she was just with him at the end. Yeah, well, I don't really know enough. what happens to them, too, because yeah. they never feature ever again. If you thought it was going to be... Yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. Considering that they helped save the world. the world. Yeah. Yeah, fair play. 
But uh, I, to be honest, I think she was a bit of a whiny bitch in this one, so I was actually glad she died. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't they didn't react. I mean, it's easy to say because I've never been. I don't know about you. I've never been put in a situation where the Earth gets invaded by like aliens, but they don't react how I think I would react, especially if I was in. Uh, I'd like to country. hope I wouldn't react like that. No, well, I think that, like I say, if there's one thing I'll take away, it's a blueprint of how not to uh, of how not to do it. Isn't it? You um, made an interesting point last week where you said that uh, you thought Anil Hirsch was trying to like do an impression of Leonardo DiCaprio, and I mean, cheers for pointing that out. But I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, seconds in, um, it's so fucking blatant, and I couldn't. I couldn't watch the rest of the film. Like every, he's pretty much in every scene. He's the main character. It was really hard to get through after that because. He's basically, it's it's as if, uh, I, don't, I don't know what company what company produced the, the film, but it's as if they were like, well, we're not going to get DiCaprio to make this, are we? No, but I know of an agency actor liked um, for about $400 an hour, you know? <laughs> yeah. they, they got him in, and like, that that was, I mean, the, everything from the hair to the way he was trying to deliver his lines, it was pretty, uh, it was like, yeah, once you pointed it out, and then I noticed it, it was pretty... It was pretty hard to, to stomach from that. I mean, it was even the um, even had a little bit of a, a mustache going. Yeah, over his lips. Like, yeah, he tried to do that sort of that shit stubble that DiCaprio. I don't even think DiCaprio pulls that stubble off particularly well. It's just that I think he hid. He, he had wears it. it, so you know. Yeah, he had it because he looked. He still looked young for a while. Yeah. But now he's yeah. got rid of it because he looks a bit. He looks older now, doesn't he? So I think yeah. he just wore it for that transition, so he didn't look baby faced. But. Um, We'll move on, because uh, it's depressing me talking yeah, about I mean, that I film. Could, I could either do this all day or let's end now, because, yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, it should have been called Shitstorm, to be totally honest. It probably yeah. would have got more people in and made more money. That came but, out, um, in America, interesting enough, right, just a, one last quick point. That came out on Christmas Day in America. Right, well, it was why, a perfect Christmas gift, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, you know why, why ruin Christmas? That, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, Mad World did it a couple of years ago, and then now this, you know, yeah. no need. Right. Um, the next film is Margin Call, which was depressing to watch because it's about the financial downfall of the world, effectively. Yeah. Um, but it was actually quite interesting because it was just showing you a company. Uh, I'm not sure if they actually give the name of the company in the film. Uh, if they did, I wasn't listening that intently. <laughs> um, but the... Um, some, I don't know, some company, along with loads of other companies, have been using a certain formula for so long uh, for buying and selling. Uh, and then it, the code wasn't as sound as it was meant to be. And um, it kind of like comes off the rails. So they're like, right, shit, what do we do? Do we either go in, sell everything out, so we cut our losses and uh, you know reduce the collateral, but yeah, then yeah. ruin the world economy? Them or do we wait for someone else to ruin the world economy? And then hope that our collateral won't be as bad as maybe as it could have. So the spoilers for anyone's going to see it, which I doubt. Yes, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, I doubt many people will be going to see this film. Um, it they choose to go first and like <laughs> yeah, damage damage the world. Yeah. Is it not a bit like when you went to see when they started bringing out the Star Wars films, like the new ones, and you knew Anakin became Darth Vader. Like, like I mean, I haven't seen the film, but, like, um, everyone knows there's going to be a happy ending because we're all in the shit, aren't we? So, yeah. like, 
is it does that does that have any sort of effect on it because obviously like from what you've described and from what i thought i knew about the film anyway uh isn't it supposed to be like a, about some of the emotional turmoil and the decision that they have to make and the decision that they have to take but uh yeah everyone sort of <laughs> everyone sort of knows what happened well i mean there was what they did try like they tried to hollywood the situation and they tried to make it they try to put in the like uh, emotional ties like you say but quite frankly you don't care when they make a shitload of money yeah. like kevin spacey's character is like ahead of a certain flaw and um you've got zachary quinto and another guy who are like analysts on his floor who are like the lowest level and what and um i think not zachary quinto's character the other guy is like oh I made two hundred fifty thousand dollars last year, you know, blah blah blah. Look how rich I am. Yeah. Then Paul Bettany's the one up, and he made like two and a half million dollars. Fuck. And he does like a lot less work, and all, like yeah. you know, Zachary Quinto's character was like, "Whoa, that's not fair. That's ridiculous. That he's making that much money." Then they ask how much Kevin Spacey's character, or see the Kevin Spacey's character, or the one above him, and it was like eighty-seven million dollars. Jesus. For like one level, I mean, for two or three levels up. Yeah. And they were like, "Whoa, what the fuck? That's ridiculous." And the one then, thing you are saying, sort of, is um, you're giving you're giving them like you give the writer and the director and that good good props because they uh, they do make them the characters easy to hate, even if uh, they're a little unrealistic. You do they do make them pretty easy to hate, like their real life counterparts. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, this is probably how it works in real life. I mean. Um, I guess a good example would be um, the other guys when it came up with all of the uh, is it the the Ponzi scheme stuff at the end and uh, yeah. all that, all the statistics where it was saying like oh they were getting like a hundred million dollars at the top and yeah. at the bottom were getting now um, yeah I think it got the I think it got the figures and the shock value of the different levels of money that's in this place I mean two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars for the lowest level was insane enough you know what I mean that was. I mean, I'll, I'll shock you even further. If someone's making eighty-seven million at the top of the chain, I mean, I'm currently unemployed. I don't know. I don't know if you know this. I make nothing. My, yeah. my income is zero. So, to give you an idea of like how big the gap is between that and eighty-seven million dollars, uh, it's it's like it's a lot. You know what I mean? And that that angers me. You know because because I do fuck all. <laughs> so I'd, I'd quite like that amount of money. Yeah, I mean, it, they actually, like, I don't know if this is done on purpose or not, but every time you get, like, Kevin Spacey now, or even um, Jeremy Irons, who runs the whole company, like, he's the CEO, the big yeah. wig. Um, John, isn't he called John Turd or something like that, though? John Tud. yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, like, immature. He comes in and goes, like, because they're having a crisis meeting about it. He comes in and goes, like, right, explain it in, like, plain, simple English as if you explain it to a five-year-old because I don't understand all these terms. And, and I'm then, like, yeah. that doesn't make any fucking sense. And he's wonder, at the top of the fucking chain yeah. and he doesn't know anything. Uh, he's just like, I get paid all this money to make hunches and calls on my hunches. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know, what? you're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars for clairvoyance, effectively. I'm just like, what the yeah. fuck's going on? There's a really uh, good documentary called um, Inside Job, which was on it was on BBC Two a couple of months ago, and uh, <clears throat> it's sort of like it's the best thing I've seen at explaining um, like the recession, the credit crunch, you know, and all that. I mean, all the other different terms for essentially the same thing, but it's uh, it's the best thing I've seen at explaining that in sort of like 
as as basic lens terms as you can get. So if any yeah. anyone out there looking for uh, something to watch, I'd recommend that. Although that's a bit harsh of me because I haven't seen this film, so I should probably get to see this film at some point as well. Well, I mean, it 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 <clears throat> does make it like it's an easy watch, and like I say, yeah. it's interesting. And the, I mean, the, the do, cast looks pretty good as well. The cast is, yeah, it is. Uh, it's quite solid. I mean, Paul Bettany is actually one of the better ones in it, which I was not yeah, going I mean, in there thinking. Yeah, I mean, that is a shock. Yeah. yeah. So like he. He plays like a bit of a twat, but he's like a good twat. So it's like, oh, so he, he plays but, himself. Yeah, for, yeah, he's, right. he's, he's, uh, he, he hits the nail on the head, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I guess that uh, that was pretty good. Um, like they do try to do some emotional stuff in there, but you know, like you like you say, you just don't care when they're making that much money. Like yeah. one of the lower level people is like crying because they're gonna get sacked, but the, he's getting sacked on two hundred and fifty grand a year. And if they sell all of the stocks that they've been given to sell in the morning, they've got $1.4 million. And then if the whole floor sold all of the stocks, like in the fire sale that they had, yeah. they'd get another $1.4 million each. Jeez. Which I think, yeah, they didn't say if they did or not at the end, but I'm assuming they got pretty close because they sold everything. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and they got like redundancy packages and stuff like that as well. So, you're probably going to be walking away with about $5 million. Yeah, it's pretty hard to feel sympathetic for someone when, uh, yeah, when that's the um... yeah they're making that much money. Yeah. And then Kevin Spacey's character is like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea. You're gonna ruin the you know the Western civilization, blah blah blah. Jamie Ryan's character is like, well, it's either we do it first, <laughs> yeah, or not. You know, <laughs> like we either lose money now and reduce collateral, or we can go second and then lose a hell of a lot more. Yeah. So he's like, right, we're going first. Kevin Spacey gets on board, and then you know once the shit hits the fan and everything's sold, they're trying yeah. to rebuild the company again uh, somehow from the ashes. Um, Jeremy Irons is like, "We want you to stay on for another twenty-four months." This is as Kevin Spacey was about to quit, oh. and, he, and I kid you not, I I went, I'm hoping this is actually true because my fury will be justified. <laughs> but uh, he says, "I'll do it." But not because of the company. It's because I need the money. <laughs> That's like, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's yeah. like you're on eighty million already. You've probably so been there all, for thirty years. They all live happily ever after, essentially. Then yeah, yeah that company. Yeah, the people who got stay- kept on at that company did. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the rest of the world fucked over. Yeah, but uh, I think we should. I think we should move on because this is uh, yeah. we're we're getting dangerously close to me turning into my dad here. Yeah, but the you know the silver lining, you know, some people walked away happy. Yeah. Um, the next film, Warhorse. I didn't get to see this, and I don't think you did, did you? Uh, no, no, I didn't. No. Uh, I, uh, but... I just got a broom and recreated it in my bedroom. <laughs> so. uh, friend Mass, who reviewed it for the site, saw it, and uh, he on, uh, really enjoyed film, it. Did he watch me, my reenactment? I don't. I mean, he might have got both and compared. Yeah. Um, but were, either way, it was very similar. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have, I have read the book five years ago, so yeah. I mean, I, d- I didn't want to see it. I mean, I know it's meant to be an epic, uh, this, that, and the other, but it seemed like it was going to be quite long and boring for me because it's not the type <laughs> of film I'd like. Honest of you, at least. Uh, yeah, and I, did, I didn't want to review it if that was the case because yeah. I'd have probably ri- tried to rip it to shreds for the sake of it. Yeah. But, so... Yeah. Um, I give it to like Matt said he'd do it. Yeah, he seemed to really like it. And another friend of mine went in, 
and give it nearly everyone who's been in actually just give it the thumbs up uh, especially a lot of the older crowd who have gone through who've seen the um, stage production yeah. and have said you know the stage production was like you know a marvel and absolutely yeah. amazing and they were well, hoping yeah. cheers cheers I appreciate it <laughs> again <laughs> do they mean the actual London stage production or do they yeah. mean me with my the actual movie. London stage production right, okay. um, yeah, yeah. you know we'll go on two of yours next month yeah I was going to say I mean there's money being made now I mean like when the vampire film comes out and they get as much shit as they can with vampires yeah. and that I mean that, you know horses are in at the moment aren't they? so so they they said that you know it might I don't think they said it was as good but they still they like still said that it like it did the the theatre production justice. Yeah. So if it's doing something, I mean, I've known Warhorse to be a very good stage production because uh, my girlfriend and her mum saw it and they said they were like in awe by it because it was absolutely uh, yeah. mesmerising or whatever. So for it to be compared to and likened to the stage production, then it must be uh, a very good film. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, if you're interested in that. I'm going to try and get to see it this week, I think, because I, I, mean, I, know, I know what you mean about it being long and that. Just, I suppose it is, it is an epic, isn't it? It's Spielberg yeah. and everything, and it'll be interesting to see. So, I, it always interests me to see how they portray Blighty in a, in a big, big production. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably I'll try and get to see it at some point this week, and I might, uh, I might give you my opinions uh, next week. But the the acting's meant to be good in it, uh, and the effects are meant to be quite good as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I was I was listening to uh, Radio Four yesterday. I mean, not by choice. Uh, it was on in my mate's car. They they were talking about because obviously the Golden Globes had just been on. They were talking about whether uh, the Golden Globes and the Oscars should incorporate like a best animal um, performance. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That was, I mean, that was my initial reaction. Was like for the majority of films. Um, I mean, the classic example for me is Beethoven. But for the for the films where an animal is the main character, the majority of the time it's two or three animals playing one animal in it. You know, they usually have like yeah one that they use up close and one that they use for stunts. And I mean, unless I mean, this horse might be multi talented and might do its own stunts. But um, the horse is meant to be the one that was in uh, Sea Biscuit and Black Beauty. Oh, right, okay. Well, so, it's, sort of a, it's a celebrity horse then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a good CV for a horse, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if the, if that's going to be the case, the dog in The Artist was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty good dog. Used. Yeah, they said the dog in The Artist was, was brilliant. But did you know the um, in The Lord of the Rings? Do you know um, Bill Lapone they have in the first film? Uh, oh, yeah, right at the start, yeah. Yeah, the one that like, they're tracking around they, with. They're then... sending him home or something because he can't go through the mines. Yeah, he can't go through the mines. That's actually two uh, people in a horse costume. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's amazing. Lord so, like, of the Rings. Because they couldn't get it, like they couldn't get horses up into the mountains and things like that yeah. without like airlifting them and things. So it was uh, like a little company that does that's that. Brilliant. And you wouldn't know that's the difference. Absolutely... No, not at all. No, I was just like, that's brilliant. insane. So you know, hats off to them for making yeah. money being a horse. They so. deserve the Oscar. Because I was gonna say, by the sounds of things, this horse deserves. If if they're not gonna incorporate a best animal Oscar, just give it give it the Lifetime Achievement Award, you know what I mean? Because it, it's, you know, like, as you said, good CV for a horse. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean... In general, though, we're saying, we're saying no to the idea of a best animal. It's a bit it, it's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, they were saying... Because, I mean, my original, first and foremost, who's going to collect it? Well, exactly, yeah, I mean, what's the horse going to do? Just sit there with a... Some hair and a drink, exactly. While, uh, <laughs> in a tux, while it's waiting to come up. We've all seen that clip from Blue Peter as well, where 
the animal does a shit. You know what I mean? You can't really control <laughs> exactly. You, know yeah. I mean? you can't really control them. And the the Oscars and Golden Globes are live and stuff. And so I mean that that could cause all sorts of problems. But apparently, when um, when uh, the artist won something, I don't know what it was. It must might have been. Did, did the did the whole film win? Did it win best best musical or best comedy or something? That's the one category, isn't it? Together. Yeah, it's and, best uh, musical or music yeah. or comedy film, yeah. and it won. Yeah. Um, the dog was sort of stroking the uh, Golden Globe, I think, like claiming it as its own. So I mean, was the dog they, there? Yeah, they, they brought the dog on stage. Apparently. Oh, I guess it's it, a little dogs. You probably get yeah, away with, but they were big fucking horse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Christ. I mean, what if like you just have loads of people making films with the cats and horses and all sorts, and you just have a like a farmyard well, at the side I mean, of the Oscars. If that was the case, they might even do a, a big film uh, adaptation of the stage play Cats, right? <laughs> yeah. And then who are you going to give it to? Because then they're all cats. Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, oh, but just... hang on. No, they're not real cats, other than they're people, people cats. cats. Right, okay. That's right. We it's getting ridiculous now, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't um, know where I am. I well, really <laughs> all I will say is uh, if anyone is interested, I am making a sequel. Um, War Horse 2 with my broom. So if anyone is interested, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> right, uh, we'll, uh, we'll head on to the Golden Globes, actually. Uh, yeah, there was a few weird winners at the Golden Globes uh, this time round. Had Joy from Friends, uh, Matt LeBlanc, won Best Actor for yeah. a TV series, uh, episodes. Yeah, I've only seen one or two uh, episodes of episodes. <laughs> um, have, you, have you seen any of it? I've seen... Uh, I think I saw the first couple, and the work. It's not that they were bad. I mean, I they were, they were, I guess they were quite good, but as it yeah. was the start of the series, so yeah, yeah. It, it takes a lot to build up, doesn't it? Sometimes, but uh, yeah, I think I'd have to give it more of a more of a chance before. But what, I mean, what I would say is obviously the irony isn't lost on anyone that Matt LeBlanc won Best uh, Actor in music, musical or comedy. You know what I mean? Because obviously he was the weakest member of the Friends cast for. For ten years, wasn't he really? So he was. I mean, he might. I mean, I, Joy was always my favorite character. But yeah, Joey I mean, favorite character. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that, well, that's a madness. That's a madness <laughs> to start with. We're gonna have to do a, a completely separate podcast discussing why you're wrong. Uh, I mean, I, I could, again, I could go all day at this. <laughs> but I had to admit, he was. He was by far the weakest of the the five. Like, yeah, out of everyone else, he was yeah. the weakest. Acting wise, which is, I mean, it's weird that. Because he didn't really, I mean, after Friends, he didn't, other than Joey, the series, um, and and did uh, Lost His Base, the film. I don't really know of anything else he's done. Yeah, I don't know. I think he might have produced one of the Charlie's Angels films. Um, well, that's always a, a notch on the... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I mean, like I say, it's not like he's done anything. And then from, from what I gather and from what I saw in the, the couple of episodes that I did watch, um, yeah, he's supposed to be like... A revelation in this. I, yeah, I it's wonder meant to be good. There's like a little bit of it is like like his character on Friends. I wonder whether he's somehow managed to accidentally sort of stumble through this. Probably. You know oh, I mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he might have. Uh, the one the, the episodes I watched, he was a bit more. Um, he's not as stupid, or he wasn't as stupid. Yeah. Or if it was, it was in a different manner. Like it's yeah, uh, yeah, there's it more ignorance this time instead of. Yeah. They said uh, it's supposed to be like a like a like a fictional version of him, as opposed to him playing himself. Yeah, I mean Kelsey Grammer as well. He won. Um, not that like there's nothing wrong with Kelsey Grammer. I like Kelsey Grammer, but he won Best Actor in TV Drama for Boss, 
which I've oh, never seen. No, I've never but, seen that. Uh, it was, it's weird to see him back up on the yeah, stage well, again. I mean, yeah, to hear his name at all. Well, is, yeah. Uh, is weird enough. I mean, I, yeah, again, I, I, I don't know anything about that. I've never seen, uh, I've never seen it. But um, I'll, I'll be well, I'd be more than happy to judge it from... Uh, He's meant from to be a bit of a bastard so in it, so we'd probably like that. Yeah. yeah, and it's on it's on stars the stars network, which is uh, which is pretty good. For it's sort of got like um, a few like little hidden gems because it's not like a big uh, one of the big networks over there. Um, but it has a show called Party Down, or it did have a show called Party Down, which was pretty good. Which uh, people should check out if they uh, yeah if they can. Well, when I was uh, when I was looking through the awards, um, I saw that. We or W E uh, had won an award, and I was thinking, God knows why. Um, it's the Madonna film, but the film written and directed by Madonna about Wallace and when um, uh, thing he abdicated the throne. I forgot his name um, from the King's Speech. Oh, Edward. Edward, yeah, Edward and Wallace. It's Edward their story. One, 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 as he's known to his friends. Yes. <laughs> cut that. Uh, cut that out. <laughs> right, yeah. The, yeah. That that won an award for best original song in a motion picture. So I guess that's not that bad considering who, that Madonna's. Obsessed by Madonna. All right. Okay. Called masterpiece. Uh, Is it more horrible sort of disco music, despite the fact that she's in her early fifties? Probably, yeah. She's probably yeah. in a, another spandex uh, leotard oh, or whatever. Yeah. No um, need, Madge. No need. Put I know. some weight on. Stop, yeah, stop working out so much and put some weight on. Sort teeth out, to be totally honest. You know? Yeah. yeah. That gap's getting bigger and bigger every year. I don't understand. Se yeah, seemingly. Uh, if we're talking about the film, uh, let me ask you a, a, you know, a, a question. Um, have you got any intention of trying to see this at any point ever? Well, it's out this week. Uh, the coming week, should I say? Yeah. Uh, well, well I, dodged. But have you got any intention of seeing this film ever? Uh, I personally wouldn't have an intention to see it. No. And hopefully, I can try and push this off on someone else. Yeah. So that they can review it, because uh, that's the right answer. The answer I was looking for was no. Yeah, I'm it. not. I, yeah. I don't want to see it. No, not in the slightest. Um, even on like IMDb, it's got like a four out of ten, which is pretty harsh, considering yeah. that you get a lot of wing nuts on. IMDb going, oh, it's 10 out of 10, because it's... Because it's a little bit artsy and a bit weird. Yeah, uh, so I'm just sick of looking at scores on IMDb, but usually is you're getting a, a 4. Or... Is it just got... Did she just win because it's got, a, like, a good sound... Well, not a soundtrack. I sound like an idiot here. Is it... Is it I mean, like, was there... Uh, is there song... Is there singing in it, or is it... Is it I think it, like... it just says best original song in a motion, motion picture. Oh, right, so it could so... just be the end credits or something. Yeah, it could just be like the song that's like over the top of something during the film, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, you had Best Director, which was Martin Scorsese for Hugo. And that was a nice film. I like I like Hugo. Yeah, I didn't see that. That, that came out just before Christmas, didn't it? it yeah, I mean, it wasn't... That. The, it, I, think, I just think it was shot really well. Uh, it was quite yeah. an old style film. Uh, an old way of telling a story, should I say. And um, it was just quite nice. So, yeah. it so, did well. Big films and that exclusive Martin Scorsese knows how to direct film. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there's, he made he, he managed to get Sasha Baron Cohen to act and be oh, likable. Well, that is. I mean, that is. That is pretty well. That is like well we said, Eddie it? Murphy, you know, as the yeah. Riddler would be a challenge. 
you know, yeah, Scott says he's kind of done that with Sasha Baron and uh, Paul Delph. To get a director who'd be able to shatter his, I mean, frankly, fucking massive ego. To start exactly, yeah. What was best? They don't do best film, do they? It's sort of split into categories. Yeah, best drama was The Descendants. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Clooney won uh, best actor in a drama as well. Didn't yeah, you? which yeah, I'm really we're... looking forward to seeing this because it's. Uh, it when's this come out? A week after next, isn't it? It's week after next of, year. End of the I mean, we hasn't came out over yet, so we can't really say anything on it. But yeah, uh, it beat some tough competition. I mean, it had The Help, Hugo, Ides of March, Moneyball, Warhorse. Yeah. Um. So did quite well. Best comedy slash musical, the artist won. Um, that had to be Fifty Fifty, Bridesmaids, Midnight in Paris, and My Week with Marilyn, which, from what I heard, wasn't very good. My Week with Marilyn. Yeah. Um, a that lot might of people. Be one of those ones that gets a shout because it's a bit. Because, because it's about Marilyn Monroe or yeah, something it's a like that. Yeah. Artsy in it and a bit. Uh... Uh, this is this I don't agree with. Not the the winner, but who's in this category? Best animated film. So this is like your kids' films. Yeah. Um, Adventures of Tintin won. Yeah. I can agree with that because the animation on it was like spectacular. It was really yeah. good. Arthur Christmas wasn't very good, and the animation on it wasn't very good. Yeah. Cars two was terrible. <laughs> like it, it was absolutely like I've heard hundreds of different things about this film, and all the kids say is like, "Oh, it was good because it had Lightning McQueen in it." And they don't understand what's going on in the story. Yeah, yeah. And you've had adults sitting there thinking, "How is a kid meant to understand this story when I can't because it's so stupid?" Yeah. Um. And so I don't even see why that's there. I think that's just there because it's Pixar and uh, it has that's, to be. Well, that's exactly right, isn't it? Has like, to be there. Yeah, that's that's um, how they sort of do their thing. And I agree with Puss in Boots and Rango because they were good films. I really like Rango. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think they should have had. Um, uh, Kung Fu Panda 2 in there maybe because that was uh, I I really enjoyed that and I yeah. know most of the world did because it made over like 600 million dollars so I haven't seen the first one but I mean that was a hit um, the first one was class yeah yeah I mean I think the thing with the, the animated films is the same thing at the Oscars as well isn't it it's like you're right it, the sort of Adventures of Tintin was the big standout of the year wasn't it because it, like you said like who was behind it and how spectacular it looked um, the same thing obviously like uh, with the Oscars last year when Toy Story got uh, a nomination for Best Film. Um, yeah, like Best Film and Best Animated Film, yeah. which was a joke. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, it's this, I think the majority of the time there's going to be a, fil- a standout film where it's going to be, for the Best Animated category, um, it's not going to be a competition, is it? You know what I mean? I mean, Toy Story 3 was always going to win Best Animated Film last year, wasn't it? I think Tintin was always going to win Best Animated Film uh, this year because it just looks it just looks so much more impressive than pretty much anything else that's been made this year doesn't it well um, last year i was um i was seething last year actually because a toy story 3 got put in two different categories and everyone's like oh it's toy story 3 i didn't enjoy it i, I i've watched toy story 1 and 2 and i watched them when i was a kid and they were enjoyable as a kid i watched this one and i was like all right i don't give a i don't give a shit about these toys anymore um <laughs> the storyline the story for it was to be honest fairly basic and the animation isn't you know when the first Toy Story came out it was leaps and bounds ahead of everything yeah, else yeah. but now when Toy Story 3 came out it was bog standard animation that nearly every studio can do nowadays yeah, I suppose I think what I mean is the um, because it was Burna Vista it was, yeah, and it Disney 
the scale of it. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of how good the film actually was, because it was Toy Story three, it was always going to win. Wasn't yeah, it? Um, I think that's the way the animated category goes. So when you talk about like how good cars get in there, it might be that a there aren't that many animated films come out that get in the cinema anymore. Really, are there? You're only looking at probably ten over the course of the year. Um, you get, I think you get quite a lot in, but but I mean, I mean, I, well, like big I should ones. Probably rephrase that. I mean, I mean, big ones that aren't uh, that aren't going to be in for a weekend for kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the majority of my kids, like kids' animations, but I mean, things that are going to stay in or are going to be... I mean, I suppose the acid test is cars was probably... You've probably got a free car, Cars 2 toy with a Happy Meal. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean? I mean, those sorts of animated films, there aren't going to be that many of them over the course of the year, so they find it easy to sort of pick them uh, to nominate them because they know what's going to win the category. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, I guess if each one's going to be out for about four weeks, you know, that's... 40 weeks there with 10 films, yeah. isn't it? So it's yeah. you don't want much crossover on kids' films. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I, yeah, I, I mean, would say, like, Rango, though. Rango is, Rango is brilliant. It was I mean, pretty good, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Rango. Should see Rango Rango the animation cool. on it was good. Yeah. Um, but last year you had How to Train Your Dragon, which I thought, that's oh, probably yeah, one that, of my favourite films cool. of all time. It was absolutely phenomenal, that film. And the uh, 3D and the animation on it was really good. And that should have won. And I think, yeah, quite frankly, that, everyone who saw both films, Toy Story and How to Train Your Dragon, said How to Train Your Dragon should win. Yeah. Uh, and I just, quite frankly, the Oscars, for me, is just bought, to be totally honest, yeah. in some areas. Yeah. So, we'll move on, anyway. Um, best foreign language film. No one's going to know any of these, so... What, what one? Air Separation. Uh, yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Hats off to a separation. Woody Allen won Best Screenplay, didn't he? I saw that. Yeah, he won Best Midnight Adapted Paris. Screenplay. Best Vince, Drama yeah. Actor was George Clooney for uh, The yeah, Descendants. Yeah, yeah. He beat Fassbender, DiCaprio, Gosling, and Brad Pitt. Well, that is a strong field, man. It is, yeah. Well, and it's not Gosling for I Drive, either. Who, what was it for? For Eyes of March. Ah, right. Which is I mean, weird. I've always considered him quite a weak actor. If I'm being, if I'm being absolutely Who, honest. Clooney. Yeah, sort of like he's pretty good at what he does, but I didn't think he. I didn't think I, he never sort of like. Um, he never sort of really sold me. You know what I mean? But uh, this is this this is supposed to be a really really good film, and like I, I don't know who who said it, but the quote attached to the film poster was apparently it's Clooney's best performance ever. So I mean, when you're putting that up there with, you know, four series on ER. Uh, and Batman in Batman and Robin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's got uh, to be something pretty special, hasn't it? Best actor in a comedy slash musical uh, was Jean uh, Dejardin. The guy from the artist. The main character from the artist. He won. Which I agree with because I assume it was quite difficult to shoot a silent film and actually couldn't get people like be involved with your character when you have, can't say yeah, anything. Yeah, you were saying last week that he was really good at that as well, weren't you? Yeah, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the whole cast and that was really enjoyable to watch, so... Yeah. Um, he beat off uh, Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm five years old. I apologise. Uh, <laughs> 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 I really am. I'm sorry for that. That's that's just immature. Um, there's no need for that sort of... Uh, that sort of humour. Sorry, he, uh, who, did he, who did he defeat in that category? Uh, Brendan Gleeson for The Guard. Oh, right, uh, I saw that. I enjoyed that. That was a good film. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for 50-50. All right, yeah. Ryan Gosling again for Crazy Stupid Love. All right. 
and Owen Wilson for a Midnight in Paris. Oh, right, okay. Uh, best support in action. It is, yeah, apart from Owen Wilson. He didn't say a word in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best supporting actor in a motion picture was Christopher Plummer in The Beginners. Um, <laughs> I've not seen that. I've not seen that. Yeah, he beat Kenneth Branagh in My Week with Marilyn. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Jonah Hill and Viggo Mortensen. So I assume he's done quite well to beat. What, what film was Viggo Mortensen? A Dangerous Method. It's coming out soon. All right. It's a Sigmund Freud. Story oh, yeah, it's yeah, got yeah, Fast Fender in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep won the best um, female actress in a drama, uh, which I think everyone, for some reason, had already tipped her for doing anyway. Um, yeah. She did. She did good, but I wouldn't have said ah, she yeah, did that she good. Would, she'll, she'll pretty much win the Oscar, though, won't she? As well. Oh yeah. I can't see how she's. You know, she's going to not be able to win that. Uh, best actress in a comedy musical, Michelle Williams for My Week with Marilyn. Yeah. Beat Kate Winslet for Carnage, Jodie Foster for Carnage, Charlize Theron for Young Adult, and Kristen Wiig for Bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, best supporting actress was uh, Octavia Spencer for The Help. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't see that either, but that was supposed it's to meant be meant to be really good, yeah. Um, as we've said already, best screenplay was for Midnight in Paris, which was a Woody Allen film. Uh, he beat off the Eyes of March. He beat off the Artist. He beat off the Descendants and Moneyball. So hats off to Woody Allen. Yeah, that's, well played. That's, Woody. So that's quite another, a, again another exclusive. Woody Allen knows how to write a good film. Yeah, it's quite a strong category that really to yeah, win. No, no, uh, it's quite tough. Uh, best original score. Uh, I think this is the general music for the whole film. Like the, uh, the musical the score for the whole film was the Artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that, that might be been the bit where the dog got the trophy. I think cool. it might have been the best music. I think they let him, you know what I mean? Because everyone else had been up to collect their awards and they thought, you know, let the dog go and let the dog go. Yeah. There's a We or W E uh, that was in there. Go with the Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, and Warhorse. So, yeah. guess quite a strong crowd. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We've already been over the best. Thing, the you? best motion picture song. Yeah. Um, there's loads of TV stuff, but. Uh, We'll just leave them out because we're getting yeah, a bit pressed for time. A, I'd give a good shout to the uh, to the. I think he's called Peter Dinklage, who plays the. Uh, he's got. He plays like a little dwarf fella on Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he got he's, best he's supporting really, actor. Yeah, he's like. I'm not a big fan of that. Like, it's all right. I don't think it deserves the. Like I, everyone raves about it, but uh, he's 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 brilliant. So I think that was yeah. And didn't uh, Idris Elba win for Luther? I think he, uh, won, he won best actor in a draw in a um, drama in a mini series or, or made for TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good call as well. Good, good to see one of our lads getting uh, getting in and doing the business, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. So that you know, it seems like um, a decent shout for some of the awards. What I didn't see uh, was actually was um, Drive wasn't mentioned anywhere in any of yeah. the awards, which yeah, is. Strange. I wonder whether it'll. Just be nominated. I mean, like obviously these are like the a lot of the a lot of these will be a lot of the awards that were given out at the Golden Globe will be mirrored in the Oscars one that are very similar. Near um, enough, yeah. I, I wonder whether Drive will just be one of those ones that sort of. I mean, it's not like it's gone under the radar because everyone's raved about it, but I wonder whether it'll just collect a lot of nominations and won't actually win anything. 
Because yeah. I mean, I mean, if it was up to me, I'd give Ryan Gosling sort of, I'd give him the Oscar for Best Actor, but not for any particular film. I'd just say, look at the year he had. You know what I mean? Yeah, and jet like he's had and, and solid films. Yeah, each like and he's every been, time he's been brilliant in them. You know what I mean? I'd sort of give him it on that on that basis. But uh, and it was it was my favorite film of the year. But I can't see that I can't see it winning. Um, I can't see it winning Best Film. I, do, do, do you know why I don't think it? I mean, I'm not sure on um, the history of like Oscars and things like that, or the Golden Globes. The reason I don't think it'll win uh, Best Film uh, is because it's an 18. Well, I mean, yeah, that, I don't, that... I don't know if there's been an 18 winner before, but I don't think it'll win uh, because of that alone. What, what comes to mind? I don't know. If, did Traffic win? Did that win Best Film, or was that just Best Director? I don't know. But um, no, I, 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 yeah, that might be. Uh... Because I don't know if they look point. to promote, like, and yeah. say, this is the best film, uh, look, very, people uh, get shot and killed and stuff, I don't know if the, not that that's it, not the aim of it, but that's what comes of it, so, with I'm it not sure. Really, really indie in that as well, like, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, like I say, I just, I can't, I just don't know how it's going to, uh, I don't know how the Oscars I, work, it's a bit, it's all yeah. quite behind closed doors, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, the fact is, they've probably already made well well made their mind up like well in advance of the but uh well i just assume it's whoever paid them the most still uh that's it yeah. sorted that way pretty much but uh there we go another exclusive we're taking down the oscars <laughs> yeah. yeah next week next week we reveal all so, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean um the oscars is i mean people complain say our oh, art house films always win all the time but at the end of the day like we said, i think i said last week um films that make a lot of money that were really good that's their prize that they've made a shitload of cash. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess it is for the smaller well, films I mean, anyway. Drive, drive, uh, drive is a good example of that in it, in that like the budget was fairly like low, and uh, oh yeah, tiny. They've made a fuckload of money off that, haven't they? And they'll continue to make a load of money on this. Oh, on DVD, yeah, it'd be a cult yeah. classic that straight yeah. away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are we what are we going on to now? Uh, what's Next coming week. Out this week, yeah. Yeah, uh, we've got the sitter, which is Jonah Hill. Still yeah. fat, still funny. Yeah. Hopefully, getting while you can. Um, yeah, I'll go and definitely go and see that. Yeah. Uh, Underworld Four or Underworld Awakening, should I say? Yeah, don't need that. Uh, looks just as bad as the other ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're yeah, a fan of the series, uh, yeah. literally, if you're a fan of the series, you're the only person going to see this film. Yeah. Because looking at the amount of money it's made, it doesn't seem like it's a film that people who people who know the series will see it. But no one else will. No. Oh, well, I mean, I, I have to correct you there because I intend on seeing it on a, a quiet Tuesday morning. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, probably masturbating while watching <laughs> Get Back in Sailor Weather. Um, but yeah, outside of those two, uh, it is a very niche audience, isn't it? Yeah. I think it, it's a film that's coming out at the right time now because vampires are quite popular. Yeah, it was. But when popular. the original series came out, it yeah. wasn't popular. Yeah. So it's fighting against itself because obviously you'd have to see the other three films yeah, to I, know yeah, what's going on. That's going to be that much of an issue, is it? Because isn't it just shit? So, well, yeah, I mean... I watched one the other night. Well, I half half watched one the other night. I, I don't know which one it was. Uh, it might have been two. I think it was probably two because Kate Beckinsale was still in it. But... Um, I mean, I, I only watched the last half an hour because my mate was watching it and I, I picked up what was happening straight away because it was uh, it was fairly obvious what was what, you know what I mean? Well, I don't think there's much uh, put into them, is there, really? No, no. Um, um, what else has gone out? Um, 
Wednesday. Oh, Haywire, yeah. Haywire is yeah, out this, this week, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, See that. It looks pretty. Yeah, it um, it looks pretty good. Like like I think like we said last week, it's um, just it looks like a, a female born identity yeah. style film. So I think that'll hit uh, hit yeah. the chord with most people who like action films. Yeah, and I'm and a got, big fan of Gina Carano. So again, more. It's more got quite master, a big cast in it as well, hasn't it? For me, you know, so <laughs> it's going to be quite a busy week when I have to plan all these uh, all these cheeky wanks in a cinema, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, right. and it's a lot of money, you know, to uh, knock one off, isn't it? So, you know, I have, we know I've got a computer because we're currently online. You know what I mean? So, yeah, seems silly. Seems silly that I'd be doing that. It does. <laughs> yeah. um, who's it got in it? Um, Ewan McGregor's in it. Fastbender's in it. Yeah. Um, I think Chan- Douglas. You know, Channing Tatum's in it, so that's yeah. going to get people in. You yeah. know, everyone's favourite chav, um, Tony Banderas. Not a bad, not a bad lineup. So it'll probably do quite well. Um, what else is coming out? Um, w E, which we've talked about already, which yeah. is the uh, Edward who abdicated the throne. Um, it, to be honest, I don't understand why it was made, and the fact that it <laughs> has has been made. The same people who did the King's Speech should have done it. Yeah, probably. As like I don't know. An abridged sequel of some sort, huh. and it might have been half decent to see why he did it. You know why he abdicated just for this one woman and the relationship they had. But uh, I think Madonna, Madonna's crucified and then burnt the bridge where the crucif- crucifixion took place. So <laughs> that's probably not one to see uh, for anyone. Um, what else is out? I think there's another one. Jedger. Jedger's yeah. Out. Yeah. This Which, uh, this really stuck up, given how big the film is, didn't it? Yeah. Um, when I was in New York before Christmas, uh, there was a poster for J. Edgar, because J. Edgar came out in November over there, I think late November, and um, or maybe early December. There was a poster. That, I mean, there was J. Edgar stuff fucking everywhere, and the, one of the one of the skyscrapers had a poster that was probably I don't know, maybe maybe 80, 80 to 90 stories high of, of J. Edgar, so like... Christ, that's for... Yeah, it was absolutely... It was yeah, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, but it was it was massive over there. Like, obviously, it had either just come out or it was just about to come out, um, but it was it was absolutely huge over there. And over here, I've barely, I've barely heard a peep. I've sort of seen a few TV spots here and there, but I haven't really... But, uh, I mean, in, in America, I mean, it's, it's all about the, the birth of the FBI, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're going to love it. Yeah. Because it's a true American film, yeah. so that's why it's probably uh, it'll probably do really well over there. Whereas they'll probably release it around the world, but they probably they, they can't be expecting much from it elsewhere. Yeah, it's... I mean the the uh, the idea of uh, teaming up um, DiCaprio and Clint Eastwood's pretty good, though. I mean, I like that. Yeah. I like the look of the cast, so I, I I'll definitely see it. And I'm quite uh, yeah, I'm 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 quite optimistic. I'm hoping it'll be pretty good. Well, it means. It made enough money uh, in the domestic market in America, so yeah, uh, it's already on profit. So it's still got a lot of main markets like England and Europe and stuff like yeah. to come out in. So uh, that's probably going to do quite well. And I think I think like Clint Eastwood's like I mean he's he's the fucking don, isn't he, man? He's like he just yeah. knows how to make films, doesn't he? And I think uh, especially like towards the end of his career now, where he's been just directing and things. I think he's. Uh, He's getting better and well, I see he's getting better and better. That sounds very, very fucking patronising for a man who must be eighty years old. But um, 
he's he, I think he's one of the best around at the moment. So, uh, d didn't he do hereafter? Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, but you have I mean, to have one bad one, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's allowed, but I mean, he he made Gran Torino as well, didn't he? So, yeah, off. and Invictus, Changeling, yeah, yeah um, exactly. Yeah, Million Dollar so he, Baby. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, he's the man. Um, and obviously, DiCaprio is sort of like at the peak of his powers as well, isn't he? Really, I think he's probably he's probably like the biggest actor at the um, moment. Yeah, in the world, isn't he? Probably. Apparently, so. he had to take um, a huge pay cut to do that film, but like he did it willingly. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's always good as well, because then you know that they're actually interested in the. To be fair, he's probably got the amount of money now where you can just do he can do the projects he wants to do. Well, I think yeah, I think in like 2010 he made like 75 mil. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like he needed to work ever again. Yeah. A little film uh, called Inception took care of that, really, didn't it? So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else we got? Uh, there's um a Shakespeare remake, um, oh. Coriolanus. Oh, okay. Which is Ralph Fiennes has written it to be modern, and also stars in it. Um. So that might be quite interesting to watch. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I always feel a bit weird when they do like a, a Shakespeare film because if it's if it's uh, if it's an up if it's an update and it's written in an understandable language, um, then maybe. But the idea of just using uh, like the Shakespeare play and then like what they did with uh, Romeo Juliet, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm wild about the idea, but then again, I don't know if that's what's happened here, so... Well, uh, uh, just looking on um, Metacritic, they've given it 78 out of 100. Alright, fair enough. Um, across 16 critics, um, so that's... It, it must be fairly decent. Is there, a, is there a very brief synopsis? Yes, there's a very, very brief synopsis of a hero of Rome allies with a sworn enemy to take revenge on the city. Oh, fair play. So, you know, if you don't like, you know, shit like that, don't see it. Yeah, yeah. You're not in a Rome. You're not well, in a Rome in revenge. Maybe you're in a Rome, do you see it? Because he's, he's taking revenge on Rome, but... Yeah, yeah. Gerard Butler in it, yeah? Yes, he's Gerard Butler and <laughs> Brian Cox. Let's be honest, he's shit, isn't he? I like him, man. I'm a big fan because I like... Uh... I like the I, fact that he's managed to carve a career out of seemingly nothing other than the fact that he got absolutely fucking jacked for one film. But, yeah, um, in there. 300 pretty yeah. much made his career. <laughs> I like him, but he's, he's a fucking shit actor, isn't he? Tell you what, he was, I liked him in um, How to Train Your Dragon because his voice fit the character uh, yeah, that he was yeah. playing. Yeah, and I like that he does his his normal vo his normal Scottish yeah. voice. He's, he's a Scottish version of Sean Bean, and he's sort of he's yeah. just Scottish in everything. There's no and uh, if he does this, if he does the Scottish accent here, that's that's perfect. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I don't, I wouldn't care that it wouldn't fit the film or whatever, yeah. but it'd sound a lot better. Yeah, I hate it when he puts on his fake American accent or whatever it is. It's just it sounds yeah, because like, you, like, you can still hear the. The Scottish do it, can't you? So yeah, it, it just sounds stupid. So if he just did his normal speaking voice, I'd probably love this film, to be totally honest. Right, okay. Um, look forward to reading the review of that one. Um, I think that's probably one of the ones I'll go and see because I'm quite interested to see how it yeah, will uh, how it'll do. Um, other than that, I think that's it for major releases next week, should we say. There's probably yeah. a lot more other films, but for major releases, that's probably it. It's uh, thick and fast over January, isn't it? So there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff coming out. There's like well, yeah. there's been a lot of stuff coming out. That's another. That's like another 
four or five big films, isn't it? Really, I think six six films is it? Yeah. I think in total. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the week after you've got the Descendants, which just won Golden Globe. Not sure what House of Tolerance is. Intruders looks really bad. Um, the Grey looks amazing. It looks yeah. like Liam Neeson back to his best. Yeah. Kicking the shit out of wolves. I mean, what more could you ask for? Um, but I guess that's us then for this week. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Probably. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I've got any plugs. Um, but I don't. No, I'm, uh, yeah. no closing comments? Uh, just go out into the world today and try and make it better for someone. There you go, a little mantra if you like. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that's uh, ruined the entire entire podcast. So <laughs> yeah, on that, we'll probably uh, finish. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you on that week. really shit bombshell. <laughs> Let's. <laughs>